When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy 4th of July and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even drop a 4th of July five-star review while you're at it. I am Anthony Totri joined on this holiday edition by Sean DePaz and Shane DeFamach is still not with us. Man, he's he's still in Texas, gallivanting, doing his thing in Austin. It is what it is. He's missed a lot. He's missed a lot while he's been gone. He has. Yeah. And then he's going to be gone next week for for the summer league. And by the time he gets back, ASU might be in a whole other conference. And they and might be. The, dude, dude, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about it for a second, man, because we make jokes every time Shane is gone. Yeah. Right. Every time Shane is gone, people leave. This is when he's not on a show for a day. This man has left for a weekend. And look at his what look what's happening. Yeah. It's going to be the king of all no Shane news. Just like leave for gonna wow, hitting me, man. (laughs) So we're still talking about it. Uh, but Jason Shear, who reports for the the Wildcats version of 24 7 Sports, um, reported yesterday, um, which would have been Sunday, that sources are telling him that there will be significant discussions between the Big 12 and the Pac 12 this week. And it would include four Pac-12 teams joining the Big 12. Um, of those four teams, that would include Arizona, Utah, Colorado, and none other than Arizona State. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I feel like when we talked about this last week, it was kind of like a – Oh, like this is what should happen, but it was kind of like a joke. Like I didn't, it, there was no actual traction to it. And now, look what we have here: AFU the Pac-12 might, be, might actually be dead, man. It might actually be dead. I'm a little surprised by Colorado, to be honest, but I guess it's kind of just a proximity thing. Um, uh, yeah, but there's no way it's gonna. It's kind of sucks for BYU joining the. Oh no 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 no. no. BYU's joining the Big 12. So that would be really fascinating as far as Utah and BYU actually being in the same conference. Um, Colorado. So the Big would 12 there. would be the Big 16? Yeah, because what they have, they are losing two teams, but they have four teams coming. And then they would potentially add potentially four more. Four more. So <sighs> Big 18 Math. at that point, right? Math. Um, yeah, it's it, I don't even I don't even know. It's it's very fascinating though. Um 
Cincinnati is also going to be in the Big 12. So the Big 12 is is in an interesting position to actually be like a a little bit of a like a legitimate conference when you consider Cincinnati and ASU. But geez, ASU being in the Big 12 would be I don't even I, I don't even know. It would it would be significant for ASU, but if that does happen, Michael Crow would have to make a significant uh, change in his stance on sports and the way yeah. he approaches the athletic department because the way he treats the athletic department here will not fly on the Big 12. What's really intriguing to me is I would love to know, obviously, these backdoor conversations that happen hmm. among these board of directors and conferences of how much of the investigation, the ongoing NCAA, NCAA investigation into the football program um, and just other issues kind of revolving around Arizona State athletics um, you look with you know the latest implode with softball uh, or the struggles with baseball. Mm-hmm. I would love to know how much of those discussions have been around like Arizona State's issues of like, you know what? Mm, you know, we love the Phoenix market. We'd love to add them and they're an interesting option. But, you know, does the investigation, does all this other stuff potentially hurt? Or is it completely different and is it more polarizing? Is it, yes, they've got issues, but like Herm is still there. Like he's a very polarizing figure right now. Like is that maybe even more intrigue to bring ASU on? I wonder if it's – if like I kind of wonder how this – these situations go if it's more of like the Big 12 wants ASU or ASU is trying to get into the Big 12 because if they – because – if the Big 12 is like kind of pitching to ASU, they're like, look, look, by the time you get into this conference, you'll have all of this stuff. You could put it behind you. Like you think about why you just lost your softball coach, why your football team probably isn't yeah. that great. The mid like the, the mediocrity of the basketball team, it's the facilities, it's the funding. Look at the rest of the big look at the Big 12. We don't have yeah. those issues. You can come here and 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 bring your athletic department to a whole other level. Um and if it's the other way, it's like if, I mean, what really does does ASU have other than the Phoenix market, right? Like it's like nothing. It's it's at this with LA leaving the biggest market in the Pac-12. Um, so, and I mean, we talk about and the, and the Arizona side of it, like we talked about kind of the kind of conversations we had on the show and both as a company, like what Arizona brings, um, and just like their weird but ravenous fan base like yeah and and we've talked about how these schools kind of have to go in pairs like you bring both i I, you bring like the athletic quality when you get arizona and the the financial market market, all of the 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 kind of on paper stuff outside of the actual on-field performance (laughs) asu brings that um and so it's it's very interesting it'll be Really interesting to see how this kind of all plays out. But I think both sides serve to benefit. And I know there was kind of the talk about like the loyalty to the Pac-12 and stuff like that. And obviously Arizona put out a statement. Um, but like you said, ASU didn't. But either way, at this kind of point, do they have an do they have a choice but to try and find a way out? No, because I don't think so. This is now UCLA and, and USC have forced the rest of the conference's hand. They either have to go down with the ship or try to move on and survive. And I don't think you can blame ASU or Arizona or any of these other schools for trying to do that at this point because of the situation they were put in by the L.A. schools. Yeah, you mentioned the statements. ASU is among three Pac-12 teams that did not put out a statement following uh, the departures of USC and UCLA from the Pac-12. 
And, you know, a lot of these statements were, you know, we're disappointed, blah, 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 blah. I think the silence definitely speaks volumes um, from from ASU. I believe the other schools were Stanford and Oregon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You know, they've been linked to potentially the Big Ten. We've joked about the Ivy League for Stanford. Like, you you never really know, but silence definitely says a lot um, in this case. And I, I... my, my big thing is at this point, right, like ASU and a lot of these other schools were already getting leftovers uh, mm-hmm. in, terms of, uh, in terms of recruits. You look at ASU's recruiting class for 2023, and it's just absolutely horrendous. I believe they're at two recruits or two commits, maybe three, um, which is just not going to cut it, like regardless of investigation, yeah. whatever. Now, these kids want to be on a national stage, right? It, it's mm-hmm. the world that we're living in in college sports. Kids want to be on television they want the nil deals and like you can't blame them because some of these kids are getting a ton of money out here so like whether they're great or not like that's what they're gonna want and it's your job now as the coach to sell them on it i feel like it is it has changed college football has changed specifically from the players having to sell themselves to the programs to the now the programs have to sell themselves to the players and if i'm asu if i'm ray anderson if i'm herm herm edwards in 2024, it is going to be extremely difficult to sell this program and sell the idea of a broken Pac-12 oh, yeah. when when you could go to the Big 12, you could try the Big 10, you could try the SEC West thing that we joked about on Friday. Like That's your only real selling point at that point because if you stay in the Pac-12, you're not even the best team left in the broken conference. Like. Yeah. It's it's Oregon. Oregon would be the the front runner, and odds are Oregon doesn't want to stay here either. Oregon yeah, would be the Utah's better than ASU. So there's like you you could argue that they're not even a top three team in the broken yeah. Pac-12, which is I think it's a fresh start, right? We've talked about how mm-hmm. we would love for Ray, you know, to whether he gets off the saddle here or if he's forced off of it or just something. But I, I feel like, and I think the ASU fan base just wants something different. They want to blink and they want ASU and Tempe to be something just different. And I yeah. think the only way right now that you could do it with the landscape of college sports and the landscape of the ASU athletic department is to try and go to a different conference. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I feel like the big 12 is really the only option here now. Um, and you talk about that fresh start thing. I, I, I think the fresh start kind of, comes with like uh, i think you find out you're leaving for the pac 12 or you're leaving for the big 12 and then it's like all right enjoy your your farewell tour ray and yeah. Herm. and at the end of this year it is bon voyage. we're going to get <laughs> <laughs> i love how we both went two different languages there and neither of them were english um <laughs> like you go and get some people that have some happy fourth in the SEC. Yeah, right? <laughs> you, you go get some people that have experience in the sec you get a legitimate football coach the one that's not just here because of his name that has actual college. I'm telling experience. you, man, it's going to be David Shaw. I'm calling it now. Go get Urban Meyer. Um, no, see if he wants you, to want, you, you want, you want to. <laughs> I mean, if this you was, if we were coach. talking before the Jacksonville experience, then yes, because I think he's probably the greatest recruiter in college football history. Now he's kind of a joke. And I don't know if people are going to have any interest in playing for him. Um, but, but regardless, like on a serious note, you need to go get a real coach and, and and maybe Ray can do that job. If, if, um, Michael Crow actually does have kind of a change and is like, 
and a change in the way he wants to approach this kind of stuff. Because like I said, I think you need to if you want to succeed in a conference like the Big 12. Um, but it, I, I think it, yeah, I think the, the future is in the Big 12 at this point. Like as ridiculous, I never thought I would say something like that even a week <laughs> ago. But like <laughs> the reality of it is that that's the, that's the only option. You're not going to the Big Ten. Like, I don't think the school is there academically. To, to I don't think to that conference is, wants it. No, like, I mean, yeah, like if even if they if if the ASU had a pick up pick of the litter, like like the Big Twelve, I think is their best option regardless. Um, really, and it just you think so the happens, Big Twelve is their best option. The Big Twelve in yeah. terms of yeah. what? In terms of competition? Um, I think in terms of the competition, right? Like you, you have schools that you can actually I, I think the big 12 is a conference that you can actually succeed in when you look at the rest of the schools there uh it'll be better for recruiting than playing in the big 10 academically asu is much more in line with the academic standards of a conference like the big 12 <laughs> than the big 10 which has really high academic standards um i just think there's so many so many things that kind of that asu would fit really well in the big 12 um yeah i, I just and I think you look at some of like the, the talent that you see leaving a, the Arizona market for other conferences, right? Like a Spencer Rattler, for example, he left Arizona to play in the big 12. Yeah. Obviously he went to play in Oklahoma who's now going to the sec, but like um, you might get some of those talents specifically on the offensive side of the ball because a, because big 12 is such an offensive, it's such an offensive conference. Um, you might get some of that talent to stay and play at ASU, considering the fact that we be playing on Fox every week instead of playing at 10 p.m. in the fo- on the Pac-12 <laughs> network. Like, yeah, it's stuff like that. Like you said, I think the pitch for players, if you were going to the Big 12, is just so much better. It is so much more impactful than it is if you stay in this dying conference that is the Pac-12. Yeah, 100%. We're going to keep talking more about this potential switch for Arizona State uh, from the Pac-12 to a different conference. But right now, I want to tell everybody about the offer going on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. We talk about it, uh, whether it be betting, we talk about DraftKings, we talk about their offers. Uh, but this this OG one is quite literally my fra- favorite. If you use promo code PHNX, you can make your first deposit. So you got to be a new customer, and you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Again, if you're new, your very first deposit is going to be risk-free up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Sean, did you win any money over the weekend? I did not. Um, I know there were a lot of people that bet on Joey Chestnut to try mm-hmm. and win some money, and they had to get their money refunded because some some wild shit went down at the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> um, but I... I oh actually no I did win a little bit of money on Saturday I won a little bit of money on UFC um, because Israel Adesanya won by decision like I had been saying he would. Um, so he just I, messed I, with him, bro. He was just yeah. Messing with him. He's arguably, if not the greatest fighter of all time at this point. I don't think it's conversation. <laughs> Didn't win any money on the Sean O'Malley fight because that got ended. That ended in a no contest. Did you watch poke. that fight? I didn't get to. No. Oh my! Did you see the eye poke? No. It was barely an eye poke, and the guy that was that got poked in the eye was selling the hell 
out of it when the ref and the judge was up there, bro, because he knew that he was not going to win that fight. He's like, I can't see out of this eye. Barely got, barely got touched in the eye. He's like, yeah, I can't see out of it. I see black. Like, bro, shut up. You're not blind. You just don't want to lose. Like, come on now. We're flopping in UFC now. Yeah, um, and then that other fight, the Volkanovski and, and Holloway fight, did not go the way I expected it, and Volkanovski just played with Max Holloway. Um, so it is what it is. I went 1-1-1, one, one, and one, I guess. Uh, not horrible. There are definitely way worse weekends. Yes. Could have gone 0 for 3. Have. That is very true, very true. Or 0-2-1 would wouldn't have been great either. Yeah, that would have sucked. <laughs> um, so I want to get back to the, the Big 12 um, – you know, potential scenario. Let's map this out for a second. Let's assume that, you know, the report is a hundred percent. These conversations happen sometime in the next few weeks, Arizona state, Arizona, Colorado, and Utah are now in the big 12, right? That leaves us with eight pack 12 teams left. You've got Oregon, UW. Um, let's see. Oregon, Oregon state, state, Washington state. Who else? Uh, Stanford, Cal. Wait, what is the, you're saying excluding which schools? So let's say there's right now there's 10 teams in the pack, right? Yeah. So let's say the four leave. So there's six left. Washington, yeah. Oregon, Washington State, Cal, Stanford, Oregon State. Yeah. Okay. So those are the six. Assuming Oregon, I, I assume if those four schools go to the Big 12. Yeah. I assume, Sayonara, Oregon. Exactly. I assume Oregon leaves to the Big Ten, right? Yeah. Yep. Now the scenario becomes does the because they got to go in twos. So does the Big Ten try really really hard to get Notre Dame, or do they go with UW? Um, I think they. Tr- I mean, obviously they try for Notre Dame, but um, I think they end I up mean, with UW instead. I think they do too, and or both. Like, they get four schools then, because they would have to add a third. Or they'd, they'd have three. They'd have to add a fourth. But they've played with 11 schools in the Big 12, in the Big 10 before. Like, obviously, it's not an ideal situation, but or just kick somebody out. I don't know. <laughs> kick North like, Western nah. out. What if they're like UCLA? I'm sorry. I know we said that you were yeah. in, but we don't watch you anymore. I, but, think, I, so mean, let's, I think Notre Dame would be more suited to go to either the ACC, which is we've talked about their opponents. Yeah. Or in a total like spin move, they go and play in the SEC, which I think would be absolutely electric. My God. Um, Notre Dame or the SEC, bro, that would be crazy. So let's assume Notre Dame doesn't go to the Big Ten. Yeah. You don't want to see Notre Dame in the Big 12. They'll run that conference. (laughs) It would be bad. (laughs) Um, I'd be here to go back to South Bend for those games, though. Um, So let's assume. You would keep Notre Dame out of it. UW and Oregon leave um, mm-hmm. to go to the Big Ten. That would leave us with four schools left. Stanford, uh, Cal, Washington State, and Oregon State. What comes of those four schools in your mind? I think the Pac-12 has to try and and just swallow up the Mountain West. Um, I think you kind of at that point should have to kind of accept what you are as a conference. Um, and You're a bridge that, conference. <laughs> yeah, and just try and swap, try and get San Diego State – Try and get Boise State. Try and get uh, who else is over there that could possibly maybe like a Colorado State, uh, 
maybe go get like a GCU just so you could kind of have uh, something happening in the Phoenix market. I don't know. But I think at that point, it's like, okay, we're not a football conference anymore. We are going to focus on trying to get some tournament teams in the NCAA basketball tournaments and see what happens there. Um, I think at that point, I think Stanford and Cal probably go to the ACC, no? I mean, I don't know. At that Why point, not? the Big 12 should just try and get all of them. Like, Yeah, but I feel like they like, don't even want all of them. Nobody wants Oregon State. Nobody wants Washington State. That is true. Um, those are very. Those are definitely some Mountain West uh, candidates yeah. for sure. Um, I would love to see just Stanford in the Big Twelve and be like, "See, we care about academics. We have Stanford." <laughs> um, I don't know though. Like, really, what can you do if you're in that situation? Because, like you said, I don't think those um, most of those schools are, are schools that anyone really has any interest in getting, um, and so. They kind of just have to try and, and the Pac-12 just kind of has to try and get, I think, some of those schools, like I was saying, Boise State, San Diego State, maybe a Hawaii, just to say that you have Hawaii, even though who cares about Hawaii athletics? Like, I don't know. I That's But at I that think. point, yeah, right? At that point, it's just, I don't even care. Like, if, if ASU's in the Big 12, it's like deuces, death to the Pac-12. We're on I, the like, Texas I, Tech. Oh, yeah, we're on, uh, on the Texas Tech and all of that, like. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, like, what do they do? I don't really care. Die. Like, I, oh, I, if, if ASU has moved on, I don't care. Okay, that's fair. That's absolutely <laughs> fair. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun to continue covering and reporting on. Um, and you can catch all our coverage on gophnx.com. And when you become a member today you're going to either get 50 cents off your first month or a free t-shirt for free again all you got to do is become a member it's really that easy and we've got some great merch my uh diana tarasi shirt came in the other day yeah same absolutely love it absolutely love it it's fire oh yeah it's a lot of fun um i do want to talk about a question that you had posed yes um in the group chat if you'd like to share with uh, yeah. the listeners. So the someone had tweeted, let me, I should probably find out who it is so I can give them credit, but someone had tweeted, basically it's Joey Chestnut versus Usain Bolt in a hundred meter race, but both of them have to finish a hot dog beforehand. They have to eat and swallow a hot dog beforehand. Who wins What do you race? think? What do you think? So originally my gut reaction was like, oh, Usain Bolt. Like, but... I think when you break it down, like I think like so we talked about this a little bit a little bit the other day and you said you could eat a hot dog in 15 seconds. I think that's a little ridiculous. I think it's going to take you don't think so because the thing is, is is a lot of times what people do when they're trying to eat something fast, they try and shove it all in their mouth and then it takes them like 20 seconds just to chew. It's just one hot dog, though. Yeah, but like are we talking bun or are we talking just wiener bun? You have to have it's a bun, too. It's like a hot dog. I I think I could I think I could on it. I, I could down the glizzy in about 15 seconds. I don't know. I think it's taken 20, 25 seconds. You think uh, it's going to take that long, bro? I think so. Because if you show it's the just whole a hot dog. dog. But it's going to take you a while to chew. Like the thing is, is, is if you're not smart about it, which I don't think a whole lot of people will would be because they're rushing. Dunk it in they're the water. The, they're, they're just going to shove the whole thing in their mouth. And when that happens, it's just, it just becomes really hard to chew. Like Joey Chestnut, to do what he does, he said he's been on a, on a, on a liquid diet for the last like three days. 
to 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 eat hot dogs. He his record is like seventy four hot dogs, I think. So he's averaging like a hot dog and like. And if you think about the fact that he's probably eating the hot dogs faster at the beginning of the race, he's probably downing a hot dog in like five seconds. Okay, but are we assuming? Are we assuming at this point because Joey Chestnut was on crutches today? Are we assuming Joey Chestnut's got both his feet while we're, yeah, while we're, we're doing uh, full, this race? Joey, full health, Joey full, Chestnut. Full, <laughs> full, full health, health, Joey Chestnut. Full health, Usain Bolt. I, dude, I feel like I feel like Usain Bolt. Regardless, let's say let's say it takes. Okay, let's let's do the math on this. Joey yeah. Chestnut, how fast do you think he eats a hot dog? I think he can eat a hot dog in five seconds. Okay, let's say he downs it in five seconds, right? Now, how fast do you think he runs 100 meters? What do we say, like 25 seconds, 30 seconds? Probably 25 seconds. He does not All look right. like he's that athletic. So, uh, so that's it's a, a total 30 of seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds. Let's assume that it takes Usain Bolt 20 seconds, which I think it would be – I think he would be quicker to eat this hot dog. Let's assume it takes him 20 seconds to eat this hot dog, okay? Which would be, what, four times as long as it took Joey? Yeah. How fast is about, Usain roll? Like How nine long? seconds, nine, ten seconds. So he still on. wins. So I think he still wins the race. If you're giving me a second differential here, and I, my choice is Usain Bolt or Joey Chestnut, I'm, I'm taking Usain Bolt. No, <laughs> I, listen, I don't think it's like – I think it's close, which is ridiculous in my opinion. Like that, I guess that's kind of ultimately my point is that Usain – like I don't think it is just like, oh, obviously it's Usain Bolt. Like I think there's <laughs> some math in the conversation you got to have here. I want to see Usain Bolt down a glizzy, see how fast he can do it, and then I'll have a more – definite answer i also don't know maybe maybe joey chestnut's sneaky fast maybe he comes he's off the blocks i doubt it, it bro. In i seconds. really i really doubt it man. how fast do you think you could run 100 meters i i used to run track granted i was a i was a fluffy kid when <laughs> i ran track um 100 meters man i could probably run 100 meters in i don't know what, what do you think like people that actually train maybe? yeah i could probably 14 or 15 i'm sneaky fast bro I'm, I'm a little, I'm quick too. So like, I think I could probably do it in 15 seconds. Let's say, let's say Maybe. 14, 15 seconds. Yeah. I think if it's me versus Choi Chestnut, I, 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 you lose. No, I lose. Yeah. I lose for sure. Cause I don't even know. You say Bolt wouldn't stand a chance, but guess what, Joey? I got your yeah, number. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. No. So I don't know. If, if you happen to listen to this podcast today, you're out with the family later, watching some fireworks or something like that. You know, ask a question, pose a question, and see what you see what the people say. Because I want to. I, I, I think this is a little bit more of a conversation, a little bit more of a competition than people might first think. Or you can choose to have this conversation with us this week, July seventh at four o'clock at yes. Four Peaks Eight Street Pub, because the Phoenix, the PHNX Coyotes crew. Um, they're going to be having their draft day live party um, at the Four Peaks H3 Pub. It's going to be a blast. You do got to be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. Sean, how much fun are we going to have at this draft party? Oh, I'm so hyped. We got Rudo from DNVR coming down. Um, I know we're going to have a few special guests, some in person, some calling in. Um, so I don't know if we can deal with Love that. special so guests, man. I'm not going to tell you, but they're definitely worth making the trip out there for. Um, going to be some drink specials. I know last time we were there, um, we had some some three dollar wows and three dollar kill lifters. So I imagine there'll be some drink specials there. The food there's amazing, 
But yeah, me, Rudo, Petey, and some other special guests. We're gonna have a hell of a time. Maybe I'll ask oh, them the question. You threw yourself. You threw yourself in there as a special guest. No, me, Rudo, and Petey are, are hosting it, oh, plus some special okay. guests. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. So it'll be it'll be a fun time. Obviously, Leah and Craig will be out in uh, in Montreal for the draft. So they'll be calling in with some content and stuff like that. So awesome. it'll be a hell of a time. The best best NHL draft coverage you can find. Certainly better than the actual Coyotes draft coverage. But you didn't hear that from me. Yeah, but you didn't hear that on the PHNX Sunday show by uh, PHNX <laughs> Coyotes producer <laughs> Sean DePause. Um, one more thing that I want to get to. You lost the draft last week. I did lose lost the, draft. the bar food draft. Yeah, this is your zero and two now when it comes Since, to punishments. Yeah, it's tough. I don't even know when we're going to get to do this because Shane is gone all this week, and then I leave next week. Is he not so back on Wednesday? Is he back on Wednesday? Yeah, he's back, and then he leaves Friday again. Oh, that's right. So we'll do it Wednesday. Yeah, so we'll do it Wednesday. You'll have so this is this is what what I'm thinking. We're gonna get you these, whether they're ghost pepper wings or they're you know whatever the hottest wings we can find, and you will have the entirety of the show to eat the wings. Okay, that sound fair? Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna be at a severe disadvantage for the draft again, though, because I'm not gonna be in the right state of mind for whatever we. You're end gonna up need to win, man. You're gonna need Do to win. So that's also what I want to talk. It's between two things, and I think we can discuss it right now since Shane rudely decided not to be here. Yeah. Um, I've had people ask us to draft Disney movies um, because okay. we've done the whole Pixar thing. We haven't done yeah. Disney, so it's either Disney or we can draft the conversation that we had at the at Four Peaks last week, which was Mythical Creatures. Um, I would be down to do either one, and I think whichever one we don't do this Wednesday, we do the following Wednesday. Yeah. Um, side note, what before you I feeling? forget, I do want to draft sports venues and sports logos at some point. Um, okay. So put that on the list. Um, which one is – are there one more fittings? I don't know. Uh, I don't think they're – I don't think any of them are like like really relevant necessarily to this week. Mythical Creatures is fun, to be honest. Mythical Creatures is fun, and I think it could go a lot of different ways. And I've low-key, like, there have been times where I've just been showering and be like, oh, damn, that'd be a great Mythical Creature to draft. Yeah, like, I feel like, like are we going to get, like, generic, or can it be, speci- like, specific, like, like... So this is, again, this is what I'm thinking, is, like, Godzilla, for example, right? Okay, he is a mythical creature. He is okay. a mythical creature. King Kong is a mythical tr- creature. So it can be specific. Okay. It can be specific. Um, that That's, you know, what I'm thinking. I think those picks alone are going to be heavily swayed out of mythical creatures. Um, I don't want it to get too, like, you don't necessarily have to be specific, though, is what I want to get with. So, like, you can draft King Kong or you can draft Godzilla, but then, like, if you want to draft, like, an elf, you don't necessarily have to say, I just want, like, this specific elf. You can draft yeah. elves as Fair. a whole. All right, yeah, let's do the mythical creatures. Okay, and then, so Shane will be, Shane won, so Shane will decide where he would like to draft. Um, I assume he'll take one, and in that case, I will take three, and that will leave you with two. All right, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And then the following week, there will not be a snake draft, because unless you do one with somebody else, but I won't be here. Okay, um, you're back to, back to New York? Yeah, back to New York. Um, so I'll be taking a week off. Um Hopefully, maybe maybe I'm like anti Shane, and when I am not in the show, maybe we'll get something. Maybe that's we'll when ASU joins the Big Twelve. You know, that'd know. be a good thing, right? That'd be a good thing. Yeah, 
All right, we'll see what happens. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, again, please give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils on socials. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow the man who is not here at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean Depause at Sean underscore Depause. Um, a, a glizzy goblin as always. <laughs> oh God. Okay, <laughs> and we will be back. Tuesday with another audio show for you guys. But for now, happy 4th of July and peace.